0: Hello, everyone. I'm Rianne Halayan, host of the BTPS podcast and superintendent of Buffalo Trail Public Schools. I have Rui with me, who is a project manager. He will tell us a little about what he does. Rui?
1: Hello, everyone. And thank you very much, Rianne and the team, for this opportunity here today. Um, so, my name is Rui, and uh, I'm a project manager. And uh, very briefly, I, uh, I've been doing project management for over 20 years. My current role is a project management office manager. So I oversee IT related projects at NATE. And over the last few years, I've also been teaching in evenings. Uh, and one of the courses I've taught is project essentials, and where some of my students are actually recent high school graduates. So this is very uh, opportune. So, uh, There are some core functions as a project manager, and you you could summarize them into a couple of things. One is organization, leadership, communication, and um, overall management. Definitely, this is a discipline that uh, can be very rewarding.
0: Well, thank you for shedding some light on project management for us. Thank you. I want to start with an easy question, Rui. Tell us what is amazing with your job.
1: In my case, I have to say that it's working with people, working with uh, a very dynamic environment. There's challenges every day. Nothing is ever the same. It's the nature of projects is that they're supposed to be unique. It's not a repetitive set of circumstances. It's always different. And I like that. It also allows me to use uh, different skill sets. So um, I'm always learning and I'm always employing different skill sets based on the circumstances at hand. So that's one of the reasons why I really enjoy this.
0: Great. Well, based on your response, I'm going to dig into a a few things you've just said. So you teach in the evening. That's often something we wouldn't um, think about a project manager. So why why did you get into teaching students in the evening?
1: Part of it is because it's another skill. And uh, as a project manager, one of the key things I have to do is, because of working with people, is being able to facilitate meetings, facilitate discussions, uh, train, teach, mentor. And so, Taking a course, teaching a course, it actually um, flows quite nicely into the skill set that I'm trying to increase, to develop, to mature. And so uh, that led itself really well. And the fact that they have courses that uh, are based on my subject matter uh, expertise, uh, it actually worked really well because of that, so.
0: Awesome, well, thanks. Can you tell us what experience and education you had in order to become a project manager and then work at NEAT?
1: Sure. So, project management uh, at the moment, there's two disciplines. Uh, even though it is one discipline, there are two areas of work, uh, are two areas of focus. One is in construction, one is in IT. So, due to my background, I am an IT project manager, so I focus on the software development um, projects, related projects, so implementation of uh, new systems, redevelopment of systems, uh, change management uh, because of the introduction of these systems into uh, organizational areas, and so um, I started with very naturally. It, it was uh, here's an opportunity for for, for you to lead. You have the experience, you have the knowledge, you have the years. And so very naturally, very gradually, I started leading small teams and small projects, and they grew into very large um, projects over time. And so when I applied for Nate here, um, they were looking for a senior project manager in IT, specifically in IT, and I had... um, numerous, numerous uh, years of experience, numerous uh, projects under my belt. And so uh, I was—I became the ideal candidate basically through competition, I won the position uh, where I find myself in there today, so.
0: Awesome, thank you. So you mentioned to us that project management, there's two areas, one in IT, one in construction. So I'm right. wondering if you can give me an example of a project that you would currently be working on that would entice students into the area of IT project management?
1: Sure. I'm trying to think through the list of projects currently on the go. I'm overseeing about 20 projects at the moment. Wow. I have a couple of different project managers uh, working on uh, their own share, of course. Yep. Um, so, an interesting one.
0: Well, you uh, can re- tell us about a really boring one, but I'm not sure <laughs> really if want to hear it.
1: Recreational facility. This is one of the projects that uh, we're under, currently undergoing and, uh, it is to allow, uh, when people want to partake of classes and courses at Nate from a recreational point of view we have a system now that's going to uh, allow our administrators our management to uh, cater to their needs so this is a project where we're implementing a brand new software solution and we have to understand our business processes how we do business we have to understand how this new system is going to change the way we do business we have to take into account Uh, training, we have to take into account uh, changes to our infrastructure such as servers, computers, uh, um, how our administrators will access the system, so what other uh, technology they need on hand in order to better address our customer needs. And so all of this is part of one solution. This is part of addressing the needs of this project. So we implement a solution, but then we also have to manage the change that that solution brings into the organization.
0: That's interesting. I don't think um, often we would think about the impacts of change and what they would have. And you mentioned professional learning, professional development opportunities that would go along with that change. And so what you're telling me is as a project manager, you wouldn't just have a company implement a, a new software to say a school division, you would follow that through and enable people to have the learning that goes along with that. And that would happen over That's
1: right. You can have a system that is implemented successfully, but if no one's using it, uh, you failed. Right. You know, so this is a way of ensuring that um, there is adoption at the end of the project, that people are positioned to successfully use use the system without delay, that they have the proper training and that uh, they're confident in the use of that system. And that usually involves quite a bit of um, effort and planning.
0: Right. So I would think as you're talking to me that there would be vast careers in the area of project management, especially IT project management because software changes, software upgrades, uh, new software, I would think the careers would be vast.
1: That's right. That's so right. What,
0: what other opportunities in project management besides say at Nate would there be out there if our students are interested?
1: Absolutely. So. As a project manager, and the the title project manager is a term that is widely used and uh, applied in many different circumstances. The one that I'm referring to is one that is uh, designated by the Project Management Institute. So you have a designation as a PMP, which is a project management professional. You need to have certain education to uh, to be able to apply for uh, and meet the eligibility requirements of having that designation, as well as three to five years experience managing areas of project management. And uh, with that kind of designation, you can work in construction, you can work for places such as the municipalities, you can work for um, large private organizations that deal with projects such as Stentac, for example, uh, oil field com- related companies, agricultural companies. You can work for publicly uh, facing organizations, institutes such as government, uh, school boards. Uh, so the, 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 the applicability of project management as a discipline across the board is, is huge. And the need to have someone to be able to lead an initiative, to take a concept and implement that concept, that's the skill that project manager brings to the table into to an organization. It's a skill that um, is very much in demand. Very much in demand. So, if you, if you like to, to lead, if you like to organize things, organize people, Definitely, this is a discipline that uh, can be very rewarding.
0: Well, thank you. And I relate those areas when you're describing the skills that we need uh, for them. We have a Director of Technology and a Director of Facilities and both manage multiple projects and multiple people in all of our schools. For example, our Director of Facilities would need to manage when schools are getting painted, when the floors are being done, when different plumbing things need to happen, when the parking lots are redone, and you know all the people that go along with it. Will there be tenders? Do we need outside sources? What's the timeline? Because who can do what when? And yeah, the weather. Right. So that's kind of what I'm comparing it to in my world. That we have some of those people with those skills. Um, that's right. Doing those jobs.
1: That's right. It requires that kind of set, that specialization in order to do that job properly, in order to anticipate, uh, to prepare, to be ready. Um, Absolutely.
0: So it's interesting just when you're describing that and not only do you have to see a long-term outcome, what you need to do and be able to track that along the way. I tie that back to what you said originally, you really need that skill of working with people. Yes. I'm assuming there would be a lot of contact with different people along the way to ensure um, any type of project is successfully implemented. Is that true?
1: That's true. Um, so one of the examples that I give my students when I when I teach in the, when the one that one particular course is. Let's say you're planning a trip to Calgary and you go through the process of getting ready you plan the trip you find out where you want to stop you find out how many people you need to have with you in the car or how many people will be in the car or what kind of transportation you want to use uh, resources uh, do you need money you, what kind of budget do you have uh, do you need to have the car inspected first for example oil changes etc do you fill up Before you leave, you have enough gas already. So all of that is part of the preparation. Then you deliver. So that means there's a trip. The trip takes place. And you put uh, these milestones, these flags in play to say, are we reaching our destination? Are are we on target to reach our destination according to our objectives? We wanted to reach Calgary in four hours. Are we there yet? (laughs) And what I tell my students is that a project manager is not the person driving the car. The project manager is the person that ensures that there is a driver, that there are people potentially uh, driving along on that car, along with the driver. And so it's your responsibility to ensure that the trip is successful. So the planning, the getting ready, the actual uh, execution of the entire plan and making sure that things are are going according to plan that you didn't take a site tour through through Drumheller for example uh, all of these things are part of the planning the preparation and then the monitoring ensuring that things are going according to plan and finally you reach calgary did you reach it at uh, did you meet your objectives and the objective one was to reach Calgary, but the second objective might have been within four hours. You know, so did we did we also meet that objective, yes or no? And then what happens after that? Do you did you plan for accommodations? Did you plan for maybe it's entertainment, going out to dinner or something like that? Is everything else positioned for you or your members or your team to take advantage of that? So all of that is what a project manager would um take care of
0: that's a great comparison because i think often we think okay well we'll just get in the car and go to calgary then we get in the car oh well we don't have gas we didn't have food we get there we didn't know what we're doing we and that is an absolute great analogy and when you're implementing software i would imagine there are so many things to consider are our you know machines compatible do we need upgrades, whatever. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Project management. I heard someone say you are a salesperson, you are a psychologist, you are a technician, you are everything consultant. You bring all these skills into the forefront in order to address the immediate need, basically.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm also wondering. If you think back to why you're in project management and and getting through school, going to post-secondary, is there someone in your life who has influenced you or been a positive role model to direct you into this?
1: Right. Well, I would say in my particular case, it, it wasn't necessarily a role model. It was more out of necessity. What, what happened was that uh, I attended NAIT, I graduated and uh, was lucky enough to find a job and I started my career like everybody else, you know, when you finish your school. And uh, what I found was that after six or seven years working as a, uh, as a software developer, I decided to go on my own. So I opened up my company and decided to uh, start bidding on contracts. So, I became the owner of a company, an entrepreneur, and out of that necessity of running my company, and having to bid on contracts, um, that uh, that kind of skill set that is required to lead projects, emerged from that. I had to present myself as someone who is confident, who can deliver what is being asked, and who has organizational skills. Not just the technical knowledge, but also the the soft skills, the leadership communication skills that is so important and critical to this world. But from my own personal experience, it was just our necessity. Okay. Well, thank you.
0: I So our podcast is geared towards students and um, our teachers who support them in schools to to guide them and and direct them, give them information. I want to ask you about your high school experience. I know you immigrated as a teenager and English is not your first language. Tell me about that and how you, you did successfully graduate not being able to speak english when you entered high school
1: so the key challenge was uh communication and communication is such a critical component of uh, project management but not just project management of course it's across the board in high school in my case I, I, When I first arrived, we lived in Brampton, in Ontario, and then we came to Edmonton. So my high school was uh, all over the place. I was missing, uh, for example, core courses that I needed for university, such as physics and chemistry. And so I had to catch up. And my marks weren't the greatest. I wasn't the, the best student out there, that's for sure. And, uh, and this is where Nate provided me with an outlet for me to go more into a technical role uh, versus uh, less of an academic role. And that suited me. And um, in my case as well, Nate, as a, from a software development point of view, the program required that uh, I code. So the language that I was learning was a technical language. And, uh, and that helped me. It was a lot easier for me. I had to interact with a computer, not with a person, and it helped me. Not being able to speak the native tongue here in, in English, so yeah. um, so things evolved, of course, over time because uh, having to, having the need to work, <laughs> right. you have to be able to speak. That's right. And and here's an interesting thing. So for many years, a software developer. And then suddenly I'm put in a position where I have to be able to write. I have to improve my writing skills. And it was necessary in order for me to grow to the next phase of my career, in order for me to evolve, in order for me to demand more money. (laughs) The reward, the financial reward was based on on, uh, my skills. And so being able to write became uh, very critical. Very critical.
0: So if you think back to high school, would there be barriers that we could help remove for our students to ensure they know these opportunities are out there for them?
1: Um, I'm not sure if barriers would be the, uh, the relevant word here. So I wouldn't say a barrier. I think it's more about creating opportunities I, I, I find that students and my children, my own kids, uh, are in the same boat. When they graduate from high school, they have no relative point of reference as far as what it is to what it's like to work in an office environment, for example. Mm-hmm. So things that we take for granted, such as how to run a meeting, how to prepare for a meeting, the students don't know. They don't know that. And so maybe providing opportunities where they can job shadow maybe where they can see what it takes to prepare an agenda and why do you need an agenda for a meeting how to conduct a meeting uh, what happens post the meeting all of these things they can uh, they i think they they can help students create that point of reference maybe some of them might say i don't want to do that Others might say, I enjoy doing that because I've been exposed to it. Uh, career fair. I'm not sure if there's a career fair nowadays yeah. uh, that could be a way for, to bring different, different practices to allow the students to ask questions directly, of course, uh, to guide them, that sort of thing.
0: So you mentioned uh, 20 years of experience. And you also mentioned that you need to be able to communicate and work with people. And, and I mentioned that because it's a great success story that uh, you, you moved here, you needed to learn English, you went to post secondary, you're successful in your career. Um, so, when you look back, would there be advice you would give to our Buffalo Trail Public School students?
1: Um, don't be afraid to try something, don't be afraid to lead. Don't be afraid to step up and say, I want to try this. I know I can do it, or at least I'd like to learn about doing this. And if you feel that you're failing, all that means is these are skills you need to develop further. That's all that means. It doesn't mean you cannot do it. All that means is you need more training or you need more maybe guidance. You need to find someone that can help you to develop those skills even further. So... You have to be able to work with people. And so, learn about uh, motivating people. Leadership is more about motivating people to uh, to do the work that needs to be done. And if you're the one that motivates them, then that puts you into a very significant critical position, where people come to you as a center of gravity, uh, naturally. People come to you with questions, So now you are in a leadership position automatically because now you're giving advice. You're you're consulting back to them. You're offering, you know, based on your own experience, you're sharing. And don't be afraid of doing that. And if you enjoy doing that, if you enjoy being that center where you help people, you assist and support people, um, you may very well like uh, disciplines where you are, working with people, collaborating with people. And project management is just one of them. It doesn't have to be the only one. It's just one of them. Yeah. And uh, um, working with others is a very important skill that you need to develop. And at the end of the day, what that means is people may, may want to work with you more often because you have that uh, understanding, that tolerance, and you're not um, someone who pushes people just because you feel that they need to be pushed. You're trying to work with people because you understand how they are. That is the key. Project management is all about people and uh, So, if there's something I can definitely encourage, is learn is go through things that uh, help you learn about yourself. So all of these things you need to learn, so there you go.
0: Well, thank you. And that's great advice, even if you're not going into project management, but just, you know, in your work world, in your personal world, learning about yourself and learning um, those skills to uh, be patient with other people and know how they learn and, and interact, so. At this point, Rui, I want to thank you for your time and sharing your expertise and experiences with us. And I'm sure that we have sparked someone into looking at project management for a field of studies and career. So thank you.
1: I hope so, and uh, thank you very much for this opportunity. Very much appreciated. Thank you.